Welcome to Primary Attribute, where our Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as it's known in a lot of other systems, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he, him pronouns. Vons is the furry little fox folk alchemist buddy. But between the two of us, I'm the only one who's comfortable with going underground at the moment. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I, that was certainly a place that you went with that. Uh I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. And uh, Erisine is, uh, you know, just uh, as always, glad to be the first in line down the hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kelly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be useless for <laughs> Oh, no. Just- Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. not not ready for hardcore giggles, huh? <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both she, use she/her pronouns, and um, I didn't have anything pithy to say. And then Aaron said what she said, and so I'm useless now. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he/him pronouns. And Grix is uh, just excited to be here. <laughs> if you want to celebrate them getting to the ground alive somehow, you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It makes us feel good about our work. And you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Clap your hands hard enough. Maybe we'll get back up to the rock in the f- that we jumped from in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> for every star we get, they can go one foot higher. <laughs> <laughs> It's like hook rules. When you clap, uh, 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 the fairies come back to life and will fly us back to the... Yeah. Erin, would you like to do the recap? We uh, said goodbye to everyone. Corva got us set back up to come back up when that's time. Squirrello appeared from nowhere in all their glory. And then we jumped off in groups. Uh, one group had several too many panic attacks. <laughs> Uh, the other group didn't, but the panic attack group managed to land where we wanted to land, and the non-panic attack group landed in the forest, where we were pursued by a small bird, uh, who turned out to be a shadow bird. Should have done more panicking. <laughs> I think we did. I think I think it was fine, the amount of panicking we did. Anyway, Grix hit the bird with a dart. And Aristine reminded everyone not to be precious about small animals. Yeah. Vaughn's directed us where to go based on his dreams. Then Grix found a hiddenish door uh, where Aristine found some traps on the hatch door. And Wealthy found that there were magical traps that she could disarm. And then Aristine disarmed physical traps and then we started down the ladder into the darkness yeah all right so y'all are going down the ladder into the darkness yeah i believe erisine's first i believe erisine's first wealthy second grix's third and vons is like another person or two back because he wanted to be in the middle <laughs> yes okay yeah. uh-huh. what's the most cowardly position to get into right now doing that your support fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, you're just making sure that you can cast to all the squares in front of and behind you <laughs> to cover the whole party. <laughs> and you're by a hero. Cast, you mean a grenade launcher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I suppose uh, Vons would have uh, his hand, his paws on um, the various handles of things. I don't. I don't know if he knows where to reach right you're, now. <laughs> you're climbing down a ladder, so I think that's kind of decided it for you. <laughs> I just want to know what's down there. <laughs> nah. Let's just focus on Vaughn's more. Please. Vaughn's exactly which vial are you right now? All of them. He doesn't know where to where to stop. <laughs> just patting him down. All right. Oh, no, no. He's like, he's touching himself up like Madonna in a 90s video. <laughs> Maybe like the early 2000s. Just like. And on that note. <laughs> so, Erisine. Yes. You exit out of the, I guess, access shaft that the ladder was running down. Does the ladder run all the way to the floor? Your ladder does run all the way to the floor, and your boots hit hard stone. You turn around, and there is a decently large passageway. It doesn't go very far. It goes about another 10 feet or so. And then there is a large, heavy-looking door. 
that is currently shut and barred, but it is using a bar from this side. It, it, it's using a bar that is similar in design to the ones that um, the arc uses for like separating maintenance areas and stuff, or it's just a big slider that you can oh, okay. go either way. Yeah. I will, uh, as people are coming down, I'll be like, be quiet. Sorry. I'll be like, be quiet. But everyone knows that I'm whispering. What? <laughs> it echoes. As Vaughn says, what really loudly? Did you really say what really loudly? Oh, totally. <laughs> several several people slip slightly as they face palm on the ladder above and below Vaughn's. <laughs> you guys did close the hatch behind you, I assume. Yes, so, yes. I mean, yeah. I would assume that the person who was last would have done that. Yeah, I think Green was probably last because person. Look, big, it's so. only polite. What are we, animals? Jesus. Well, I mean, some of us are. Were we Only born in a giant floating rock? <laughs> um, I, I try to encourage people to keep their voices down. <laughs> no one else responded to Vaughn's super loud what, so uh, and a lot then of them I are will, ahead of the game. And then I'll approach the door, and uh, can I do a listen? Sure, yeah. What's the arc's equivalent of shaving a haircut two bits? Shaving a haircut, three pieces of quality food. <laughs> Barter is fun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to knock that. You knock twice and then slip some dry jerky under the door. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, that's a 14 plus 8 plus 2 for my listen. So that's 24. All right. You listen hard. It is the it is stone. You don't think you hear anything on the other side. Um, Just so that we all remember who all is with us. Uh, <laughs> it's well, I'm just I'd like uh, to yeah. I'd like to remind yeah. everyone. Grix Erosine Shield, Mir Alara Squirrello, Wealthy Vaughn's Green, Lakshmi, Jasper, May, and Percy. So Yeah. I vote that one of the stronger people helps with lifting the the bar. Oh it's a it's a slide. Like a deadbolt. Yeah. I think those sliding bathroom locks, but the handles on both sides, so you can Oh. Yeah, it's a deadbolt. It's a sliding deadbolt. Oh, okay. Handle. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Um then then I'll have one of the support people, you know, Vons or I don't know, Alara or Jasper pull on the door so that they're kind of behind the door as right. we enter. Vons, do you want to hide behind a door? Vons wants to get an angle at the opening of the door. All right. Yeah. Are you guys, you're working in a 10 by 10 space. So some of the people are probably just going to be still parked up the ladder. That's fair. But you can at least get to Vaughn's. And then if you all want to, you know, fucking SWAT, clear the room shit. Uh, yeah, I just would like to, I'd like to have kind of a mix of uh, magic and uh, melee people available to, all right. you know, clear. clear I'm going to say that you can get four people and the person opening the door even roughly arranged in this space. Yeah. How about Vons gets his uh, crossbow out okay. and just keeps it pointed at the door? All right. I'm just going to assume it's all the player characters. Plus I think Jasper is going to be the one opening the door. Yeah. Okay. I think anybody ranged is going to be a couple people back. Anybody who's primarily melee is going it to is be a 10 by 10 room. <laughs> <sighs> Ready to so get flappy. Small. Yeah, it is. It's like a bathroom. Uh, anyway, we open the door. Yep. Well, I, yes, we open the door. Yeah, yeah. so um, Jasper yanks the door and opens it, and it pulls outwards towards you guys, but you can all kind of squeeze back. And it looks heavy, but he manages it, and you can see beyond. I think there's got to be at least one or two light sources floating around in this group. You have some people with you. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that don't have any sort of dark vision. Uh, I can I can pop a light if we need. Yeah, I pop a light. Okay, um, when you pop a light... You, it joins, there are a couple of, the inside, inside this door is a 10 foot wide, but much deeper room that has a couple of red light orbs on the walls at regular intervals. But there's only like, let's say the room's like 30 feet deep and there's only like three on each side. So it's, it's really dim in there. Your light does still help a lot. <laughs> so the room itself, however, besides it's little light globes appears to be 
very smoothly cut. The floor is you know smooth. It's all 90 degree angles. The ceiling is reasonably high. Think about it's probably like 12 feet high. It's pretty up there, relatively speaking. And you can see across that space that there is another door much like this one that is currently closed. So there's another door like at 30 at yeah, like 30 feet away from you set into, set into the opposite wall of this. What is in this room? Nothing. Nothing. Wow, look at all this space. <clears throat> there's just there's nothing in here. This is like, imagine imagine a 300 foot square foot space in the arcs without stuff. Wow. I mean, I don't have to imagine that. I remember yeah, okay, several Richie. giant rooms. When we were adventuring, asshole. <laughs> In the downstairs of the, in the downstairs of the arcs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I will have, um, I'll have my two matched daggers out as I move across the, this space. Can I sort of check for traps as, as we, as we go across? Oh uh, yeah. Give me two. Yeah. Give me two, uh, check for traps rolls. So okay. intelligence, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the first one is 20 on a prime. And the second is also 20 on a prime. Something about this room is making your uh, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, but you're not sure what exactly it is. You don't find any traps, though. Is there a hidden door? Roll a wisdom check. I think that's what you roll for your hidden door roll. Let me see. I have told myself where... Yes, I'm entitled to a wisdom check. Yes. Entitled. <laughs> we know. We know you're entitled. I just said so. That <laughs> is uh, 18 plus 8 is 26. You do not believe there are any secret doors here. There's just something that feels creepy slash off. It's kind of cold in here, but you're underground. so. Hmm. And it wasn't warm above ground to begin with. Is this like see your breath cold or? Uh... Not quite. It's, uh, you know, your body's thinking if you just stood here, you'd probably start shivering eventually. Like. You don't want to hang out in here. Hmm. Uh, I will turn to the magic users and be like, does anyone want to check and see if there's something fancy about here? Because it feels real weird, right? Fancy's a fun way to say haunted. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it feels haunted. I just know it feels weird. Wealthy, you're up in the front. Yeah, I can um, step up and check magic. All right. Mm. Didn't you already do that today? Hmm? Didn't you already do that today? Yeah. I assume you prepared it more than once. Yes, I prepared reading magic quite a bit. Um, Or detect magic. Nothing else I have is really... Detect magic or read magic? Detect magic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to make sure, because we have such a vindictive GM. (laughs) That's me. Do I need to roll for this? Well, you cast the spell, so no, but you can make an in check with that roll to interpret what you see. 24. Wealthy, this room is floor to ceiling, wall to wall magic. You have not seen anything like this. This is normally magic is, you know, spells applied to small areas, you know, triggered by touch or something walking past or, you know, the caster or whatever for like enchantments. But this is an enchantment that feels like it just stretches across every dimension of this room without interruption. On what she, kind of a roll? Intelligence with read magic. Wait, well, no, or what did she get? Magic. 24. 24. 24 on a prime. So, wow. Um, does it it's feel cool. like old magic or does it feel like magic that's been generated recently or? With a 24. Um, that's pretty damn good, especially yeah, yeah. for me. It's, it's a little hard because. Don't be self-deprecating. <laughs> oh, you've seen the way I roll my, I roll. It's just, it's, it's insane. But that doesn't mean that you're stupid or something. It no, just means but you're, you you've seen the way things. I roll. It's good for me the way I roll. Stop trying to defend your self-deprecation. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for joining us listeners on this journey of whatever that was. Self-discovery. Therapy, <laughs> who can say? Anyway, so the thing about this magic is that basically you're you struggle with it a little bit because you know we've mostly talked about magic as like runes and symbols that have been 
inscribed or even like, you know, shapes that wealthy can trace kind of by sensing it out. This is more like looking at a still lake or a sheet of ice. Like there's pretty much nothing to trace your, you know, magic senses along in the same way. So it's very hard to tell like, you know, who made this? How old is it? That said, this reads is very powerful and very permanent. It is certainly not something that was like cast yesterday or cast today or cast anytime recently. You know, this would have taken a lot of work and you've never seen something like this before, but you would guess this both took a lot of time and it was designed to just Last always work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll let everybody know that. Can I tell what it's doing? You can tell it's waiting for a trigger, but you can't tell what it'll do. And I can't tell what the trigger is. Um. Yeah, so the room's not that big, and the radius on Detect Magic is 10, 15 feet. So yeah, you kind of walk along and feel it out. And you find the other door has a similar handle, except this one's slightly more complex. It's not complex complex, but it's, you know, you have to undo this latch so you can do this other thing. So you can, like, rotate the handle up. So then you can slide the deadbolt out. It just has a couple more steps. But um, you do notice that there is a small... Um, faded painted sign that someone has done on the door itself the doors are also enchanted by the way like it continued across that surface without any seeming interruption um that says uh please close exterior door so you would guess that is related oh so we have to all go in to this room and close the exterior door in order to to open the next door. That would be your guess, yes. You haven't tried yanking open the next door yet, but yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So um, I tell everybody what's going on and suggest that we get um, Percy in here. All right. Everyone squishes or on in. should we just leave Percy? I don't think it's a good idea to leave any of us. Was there Was there magic in the outer, like in the ladder room? Not that you guys detected and like looking back out the door you don't see anything obvious Hmm. i see a reason for leaving percy behind but i think it's not a good idea okay i just i'm I'm just i was just thinking i was just thinking of like ease of moving around it might be easier to not have the ginormous beetle as as everyone squishes in green just goes up and percy just climbs onto the ceiling Percy continues to be a giant insect with wall climbing sure. and ceiling climbing and, like, abilities. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, you know, investigating new areas, I just worry about things that not everyone can talk to. That's fair. But everyone, that's all. Everyone or has an in. awareness of their abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Everyone piles in. I'm going to say May shuts the exterior door or is planning on it, you know. Like, we good? To shut and this. I, I signal that she can uh, she can shut it. All right, she shuts the door and slides the bolt. And everybody make a Constitution saving throw. Oh God! Oh no! Fuck. Oh Jesus! Ooh! Oh, I rolled pretty good. That's a fourteen. I rolled great. My con is a my roll is a thirteen. Twenty-two, baby. Twenty-five total. All right, so Grix and Vons. Uh-huh. Yeah. You both rolled pretty damn high, right? Vons, you got a what? Pretty on? darn high, yeah. So 25 on uh, after everything's added up. And Grix got like a 22. And I got 2.2, yes. And Kelly and Aaron, both of you got below 18, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So Grix and Vons, you managed to uh, basically to shut your eyes in time as the right. entire room becomes blindingly bright. Oh! Quite literally, in fact. Wealthy and Ericene. You at least temporarily cannot see. Ah, I'm blind! Oh, fuck me. (laughs) You'll be fine. There's this whole lifestyle that's attached to it. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) It was was like looking into the sun if you were right next to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) That should burn out our optical nerves then. Can anyone else? It's a world of magic and wonder, Kelly. <laughs> can anyone else see how to open the door? I'm not sure who else passed. I guess I should roll. But um... wait, don't we have a blind character? No, we have a deaf character. Oh dang it! Or we have a character who 
speak sign, that's sign right, language. That's right. We have yeah. two no you, you would have clarified that. You have a character who is mute. They. Oh, okay. Lakshmi can hear. Oh, Lakshmi can hear. Okay, yeah. that's that is good. Yeah, so a couple other people are also dazed. Grix and Vons. Your party's running kind of running the show, and you two can still see. Yeah. The interior door continues to be a door. I don't suppose you have... Uh, I don't suppose you can cast darkness. No. Hmm. Uh, Just open the door. Yeah, I, 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 I go through and open the door. Okay. The door... Um, like, through whatever the sequence was. Yeah, you... Grix, you figure out as you're, you know, popping it open that basically... You can see that, um, like, as you kind of grab it and lift it up, uh, one of the latch mechanisms um, actually, like, you see it kind of pull away from the stone it's sitting against, almost like putty, and then, like, snap back into shape. Uh So you think that maybe it was, uh, you know, the magic was keeping it there until you shut the door. But you do go, and you get it, and you slide the latch open, and there is a hallway and a bunch of bright lights going up past you. What are you? St- what's going on? So the bright light doesn't go away when the second when the inner inner door is opened. Yes, it appears to have not gone away yet, but okay, it hasn't been too long. So, and also, I'm not sure Ersin can actually tell. <laughs> well, I would hear. I would be able to hear the door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your eyes are currently non-functional. So yes, and I'm <laughs> aware of that. I'm not taking that for granted. But yeah, so it seems to stay bright. For at least a bit, Grix, do you go out into the hallway? Are you guiding people out? Like, what's the yeah, plan? yeah? I'm gonna I'm gonna Marco Polo us out there, yeah. And like, as you're doing this, because it was really really bright to begin with, but it does start fading into if you're an extremely brightly lit white painted room. Okay, THX one one three eight. Got it. So you'd still be squinting, but like, yeah. All right, and you guide the people that need guidance out. And I assume you guys shut the door behind you. Yes. Yep. And you shut the door behind you, and everyone is in this little hallway. Wealthy, you'd cast Detect Magic. That lasts a little bit, right? Yeah, it lasts. So, what, are you one? saying that? Are you saying that the blinding just became more like being in a bright white room? It or? became that way for the people who saved, made their cons save. It went from I can barely look around okay. at all to this is uncomfortable, but fine. And so, those of us who okay, yeah, I just no, want to make you, sure. Yeah, you guys got hit with a flashbulb. Right in the eye. Like, it's, uh, you're dealing with something that will take a little while to heal up. It's not just the environment itself. Okay. What, um, what are we talking about a little while? Are we talking hours? Days? It'll probably, it'll probably wear off. You guys don't have a lot of experience with sudden exposure <clears throat> to really bright light? <laughs> well, uh, yes. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Is it coming back? Is it like, yeah, like it's, it's going to very slowly fade in. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, I'm you just think, wondering if I should cure one of them right now. No, it is not anything that your not removed blindness would. Got not. it. Okay. This is like a, if you give yourself five, ten minutes, everyone's going to be back up and running probably. Roger. I just overloaded the retinas. Yeah. So are you guys going to stand here for that? Or are you going to like scout ahead? Or Who all is blinded? Well, let me roll down this entire list of people. <laughs> we will find out together. <laughs> well, an- another question could be. How long would it take for everybody who's been blinded to feel better? You think 10 minutes would cover it? Sounds We great. can just hang for 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's just wait 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. So 10 minutes pass. The people who had a bad time, including poor Percy, uh, here to be feeling better. During that time, Vaughn's hypothesizes that the bright white is intended to stop the corrupted animals from getting in. Yeah, that's... Yeah, definitely. What it seems like. I wonder if there's anything like that on uh, on the arcs. Yeah, I wonder if there's any way that we can get a hold of that. I like it. Yeah, it's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, the whole room was magic. The whole room was magic. Anything you could copy? No, I could tell it was magic, but I couldn't read the magic at all. It was it was old, and somebody who knew exactly what they were doing, did it. Yes. Which is not to imply, I don't know what I'm doing. Just, I don't know how that spell works. Yeah. That, that magic reminds you of the stuff you heard being on like, you know, artifacts that stay magic forever. Like, you know, yeah, there's no runes. There's nothing to read. It just is magic. Yeah. I like it. Let's talk about, uh, 
making us some of that later. It's like, let's throw your beer in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set it off. <laughs> Invented pasteurization. <laughs> That's where the beer turns like regular floor into pastures, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so it wears off. I need to check the duration of something real quick because I need to know how long Wealthy's Detect Magic keeps working or not. Um, actually, my the Detect Magic works for one minute per level. Okay, so it has worn off by the time that yeah. your, your eyes are back up and running. Um, and I got the impression you mostly detect magic. Like, for finding magic, you tend to use sight, and then, like, you feel out the details with touch. Does that seem accurate? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, while you're waiting for your vision to clear back up, you can still feel magic around you. Like, wherever you're going. There's still magic th- here. There's a lot of magic hanging out. Okay, I'll let everybody know that. Maybe we ought to be aware of be, beware of closing doors and bright lights. Maybe. I don't But maybe not, because I can't tell whether or not this is the same magic. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so do we think if we, like, prop the doors open, we'll be safer? Or the opposite? It's Whoever like Whoever goes through here regularly probably plans on it being there and intends on it keeping the corruption yeah, out so totally i imagine they leave as easily as they come i just think that 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 was probably just like you know i think that was just the mud room yeah i don't think we have to worry about more like that specifically That's you the, have you a know. room for mud <laughs> my rooms are made of mud <laughs> oh no Aracene's nose is bleeding but you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> oh no, I think it's <laughs> out of character. I think, I think, I think it's perfectly reasonable for elves to have like a room to keep like mud separate from the rest of their house. It's not or it's a term that Ericene learned like from her grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And so she I'm knows what sorry it is. Sorry, I like, there used a one. Midwestern colloquialism. <laughs> I can't help that that's where I'm from. <laughs> we got them in the PNW too. <laughs> I'd say, for what it's worth, in universe, that was perfectly understandable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as a concept. Totally. Bonus just hasn't heard of a lot of things. <laughs> I'm sorry, would you prefer I call it the vestibule? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I totally got one of those. I keep all of my vests in it. <laughs> just a vest pit. <laughs> in the middle of the room. <laughs> All we've, right. We've all waited 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> know what is going on with the this hallway as we, you know, stare uh-huh. down it. Yeah, this hallway is it would be a tight squeeze for two people to for it to be two people across, but it's not impossible. Think like, you know, 8 feet wide or something like you wouldn't want to fight side to side, side by side in this hallway, but yeah. As far as just walking, especially with the size differences, you're probably okay as a group. The Hallway does appear to go into something resembling, you know, more natural stone, and it's also sloping downwards. And you notice that the um, the floor of it appears to be like a glassy kind of slippery surface as you're walking across it. You guys aren't doing this at speed, so you'll be fine, but you're a little unsteady. Oh, is it like obsidian or something? It does remind you, in fact, of that tunnel that you saw that fire snake make. Yeah. So... Well, at least it's not corrupted. I'm going to say, but it is just the floor. The walls and ceiling are not made of this material. Those are just, you know, granite, limestone, all that. No. It was more of a ray attack. <laughs> no. So yeah, the, it winds around a little bit. And then who's in front? It's Wealthy and Ericene. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wealthy, make a wisdom check. Oh, joy. 13. All right. Dear listener, if you would like to contribute to the Get Kelly Some New Dice Fund, um, <laughs> please send just, us a rat through primaryattribute.com. For just pennies a day, you too can get a player non-cursed dice. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Grix, make an intelligence check, but subtract a d4 from it, but add two. Don't worry about it. It's my line. They're the DM. They know what they're doing. What if they're the CK? <gasps> well, <laughs> One, <two>. yeah. <laughs> then we're all screwed. Yeah. So, Grix, you see this kind of barely in time. You see that there is a very hidden kind of sheet of magic that's going across the hallway. 
like, you know, a two-dimensional vertical field. And Wealthy and Ericene are about to walk right into it. Oh, Doc. Wealthy and Ericene. Um, it is going vertically across the entire front. Like, they'd be walking through it. Can I do, like, a dex check? To... Yeah, but both you and Wealthy get dexterity checks to try and stop. That's a 16 on a prime. Jeez. 15. All right. That's a prime for you, yeah, Wealthy? Yeah. Okay. Both of you stop. Barely. Feel your boots slip a little bit. You can't actually see what Grix is pointing out to you. What happened? What is it? Yeah, there's a there's a magic. It's a it's a it's a plane. It's a it's a it's a flat. I point at it. Okay. Yeah, don't touch it. It might might like hurt. Bisect okay. us. Can I? Uh, yeah. Run? I'm, I'm worried I'm misrepresenting this. Think of it as like a curtain of magic, but totally flat. It's, oh, oh, yeah, I it's, see. It's not going. I thought it was like. Yeah, it's going perpendicular to the ground, not horizontal. No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. it's uh there's a there's a there's a, a hippie bead curtain of magic there. Uh, oh crazy can you see like where it's coming from or like how to bypass it or anything uh great question i'm gonna go take a closer look all right i go take a closer look make an intelligence check i love doing that yeah very good at it i was so scared that i said that right before i rolled (laughs) that i did okay (laughs) 15 total all right it appears to go all the way into the floor ceiling and walls like You'd guess it actually like it, it's it looks like it would if it extended just beyond the edges of everything. It just goes into it and seems to keep going like there's no seam. Got it. At the edge. Got it. Uh, do I have an idea of what kind of magic it is? Uh, with the 15, you know that illusion was part of it, but a relatively minor part. Mm. The rest of it seems wizardy, but that's all you get. Mm. Like it still seems arcane. But OK, um, should we ask uh, with a rock at it? Not while I'm standing next to it. Well, no. I mean, come we'll, over here. We'll back up and, uh, <laughs> yeah, throw a, throw a rock at it. Right. Uh, yeah, I throw a rock at it. Everyone yeah, awkwardly crowds backwards. You throw a rock through it, and it goes through and sails through and clatters on down the hallway. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, Greg, uh, make a second intelligence check. Oh. Hey, same can, thing. 15. Can I listen for where? Yeah. Make a wisdom check. That's a 19 total. Or sorry, that's a 21 total. All right. Uh, Grix, you think you see the rock well after it goes through this field. You think you see it kind of like skip off the ground and instead of hitting a wall, it appears to kind of dip into it slightly before then rolling back out. Oh, that's weird. And Ericene, you hear very faintly, very dulled, some sort of like hollow clunk wherever the you saw the rock bounce off the floor and when it bounced off the wall. You heard a little hollow clunk of something. Hmm. I heard like a, was that like a hollow sound? Yeah, maybe. Do we think that was the rock itself? I'm, I'm just uh, trying to understand your description. Is that the rock itself? Or I hit a wall that is probably... The latter. It was the okay. rock hit something that made a hollow noise. Okay. Yeah. Let's off. go check that out. Uh, should we just go through this thing? I'll, I, I'll just... I'll poke my head. I'll poke my head through. Uh, uh, maybe not your head. Like start with, you know. I don't know. Aristine said it. <laughs> Aristine sticks her head through the magic field. <laughs> oh, my God. You want a stick or something? <laughs> or just a finger? Like a pinky? Nope, your head goes through. I, I need those. It's fine. It's fine? You feel at most a light tingle. Uh... It's fine, you guys. It just feels like a light tingle. But you still feel other things, right? Do I still feel other things? Yes, your full sensorium is available. Cool. At least as available as it was previously. Why are you green? And your 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 head is still attached to your body? Yeah, I'm not going to pull a Resident Evil and have her head slowly <laughs> slide off now. <laughs> if I go all the way through it and go over to where the stone bounced off the wall, yeah. uh, can I see what it bounced like what the the hollow sounding thing is make an intelligence check it's 20 total not total you can tell <laughs> something is up with this wall you're not sure exactly what you guys something was weird about this wall so the hall curves past it and goes on a little bit further and then appears to dead end can i check for a hidden door make a wisdom check that is a 17 plus 8 is 25 your entitlement pays off yet again there is a hidden door right there and that is enough 
for the illusion to fall away for you. You guys, there's a hidden door over here. Why am I wow. surprised? Can I check for traps? Sure. <laughs> are, are there people going through the, the field at this point and joining Arisene? Yeah. yeah. Sure, okay. I'll join Arisene. Cool, so everyone crowds on up. I point to the hidden door and I say, there's a door hidden here. Yeah, it takes the rest of you, you know, variable amounts of time, Grix, I think you see it right it's, away. It's like a magic eye. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see that like... I can't see it! <laughs> <laughs> basically where some stalactites and stalagmites were meeting near a wall that was actually all covering up a door just in a flat, you know, carved wall. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, hey, let's go in. See what's up. I'm checking for traps. Yeah, oh, me. clever. Make an intelligence check. Can anyone see anything fancy about the, you know, any traps or anything? That's a 21 total. Uh, you do not detect any traps. Did, did you already burn up detect magic, um, Kelly? Um, I have one left. Okay. I wouldn't use it now. This doesn't seem like a good spot, does it? Has anyone else who is a magic user in our vast party <laughs> possibly prepared? I have it. Ah, oh, fine. One of us can do it. Yeah, Detect fine. magic. Fine. fine, fine, Jesus. How long does it last? I'll keep it up for a while. Fine. Minute per level. All right. You detect magic. There's an illusion spell on this wall that disguises the door. Is there anything besides an illusion spell, like an evocation spell? <laughs> there is no evocation spell. There is no evocation spell. There is some sort of... Well, make an intelligence check. Ah, uh, biscuit. Uh, ten. Yeah, there's some illusion magic. Woo! Hey guys, I'm an illusionist. This is an illusion magic. I can tell you. Trust me, I'm a doctor. You're very good. Thank you. I will very carefully... What kind of door is it? Is it just like the same kind of stone door that we've seen elsewhere in this place? Yeah. Same kind of heavy duty, you know, isolation airlock almost kind of door as we'd understand it. I will like a section open. hatch on a boat or something. Yeah, I will uh, carefully open the door. Okay, that's the word. Anyway, you carefully open the door and you see, you know, a couple feet where this kind of the other side of this door and then it opens up into a larger room. You see light coming in from somewhere further on it's the dull gray light of an overcast day seemingly coming in through the windows and in front of you the first room is this it's pretty large it's like 30 40 feet in diameter and it's basically a big round room and then but you know if you had like one of the edges missing to continue on into the space beyond and it has a large it almost looks like a well or something similar in the center that takes up like the center five feet all around. And it looks like this place is just covered in like, there's all sorts of tools and books and things like that. You see what looks to be like a little, almost like a reading nook kind of, or like when you get bunks that are set into walls, something mm -hmm. kind of like that. You see what was probably like a, you know, like a sink, a couple other things. Um, it's it's cluttered but not chaotic and if it weren't for that you know bigger space you can detect beyond like it would definitely be cozy as it is it seems kind of like a weird liminal space but it would be cozy where it actually enclosed all the way instead of just mostly um can i approach the the center where the that like well thing is you can is anyone else going or are you just waiting to see if Ericene explodes uh she seems very keen on it I will follow. I will follow trepidatiously. All right. It might be good if Grix could come. Since he's oh yeah. Got, uh, you know. Oh, detect magic detect still on magic for another up. six minutes or five, four, five and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I come. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Fine. Okay, so everyone walks on in. Is it minute per actual level or minute per magical level? Minute per, per character level. level, I believe, is yes. What it's used oh, okay. in this game. It is in all of. Them. Yeah, across the. I just like to make sure. No, absolutely. I, no, I get it. I get it. I'm yeah. not. I'm just. I'm, I'm just confirming. Horrifically paranoid about timing, considering yeah. the number of uh, gotchas yep. we've had. <laughs> Problem with having a GM who likes things like environment hazards. <laughs> the problem with having a party who seems susceptible mostly to environment hazards. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you go and you guys all kind of crowd in. That well thing in the center, it's um it is made of smooth stone. It almost kind of looks like you know when you make like a volcano out of clay as a kid and kind of got that packed in, it's still a little bit like curved and it's not completely regular, but it's smooth and kind of goes up and in. And then in it you can see so through detect magic you see that this is a pretty sizable amount of magic and also you know, in the next room over, it looks like there's more magic. And I mean, there's glow lights on the walls here, although those look are designed to look like lanterns in a very realistic way, like the temperature, the volume of light, all of that. Um, okay. Yeah, a few. There's no flicker. That's the only way you can tell. It's not just a lit lantern. But this particular um, kind of well in the center appears to be extremely magical, although not in a way. It's actually, it's illusion magic, Grix. Oh, fantastic. And those of you who get pretty close, you do notice that there is a... Someone has set an emerald down into the rock, seemingly fusing it with the rock itself on the edge that is closest to the door. Is this something we would know about? There's an emerald set into the rock? Into the rock of the, the well thing. Yeah. Fused even. It's like it got sunk down in and the top is level with the... uh the rest of the stone. If you can imagine, Wealthy is walking around with her hands behind her back and just leaning over and looking at things. I push, I push the emerald like a button. So at the very bottom, or you could tell that this quote unquote well actually only went to the floor and the walls are not very, walls of it are not very high. They're like three feet tall at, at the top. So, so, so taller than half the party. A little bit, but like, it's easy for you to see that gem <laughs> and like, okay. Taller. Listen. <laughs> Tall, Listen, I needed to, to be a height where you wouldn't yeah, right, trip fine. and fall into it. Yeah. <laughs> were you a medium-sized creature? So you go and you press the button, and there at the bottom of that well, it would look like a pool of water kind of lapping around, except it's a very thin layer of kind of this iridescent, constantly magically, or constantly like color shifting, getting a little bit brighter and a little bit darker magic. But as soon as you press that emerald, all of that kind of floating light swoops up and forms into a shape. Ooh, what kind of shape? The shape looks a lot like a human. Oh, Thank God. Uh, hello. The human we've ever seen? No. Okay. You're unfamiliar with this human. Nah, it's Jarvis. They, they look young. So they've got like red hair and it's, you know, probably down to like their shoulder blades. It's a little hard to tell. It looks like this is an image mostly of it's not quite just the bust but like it's not the bust being as in statue bust um yeah. but uh, like it's not covering i understand the concept yeah, it's kind of doing like waist up it's not really and the space below that just kind of fades out and okay but yeah so long kind of tangled hair a little bit wild this person is also the person of feminine they look they look pale and skinny and that is not uncommon on the arcs, you guys. You have a lot of creature comforts, but in the end, like you're not actually eating that much food. You're not actually, and you're certainly not getting out in the sunlight very much. But this looks a little bit, this looks rough. This is beyond what would normally happen on the arcs. Like, we're talking skinny as like, kind of gaunt and emaciated. Like, person looks pretty worn out. Aww. Their clothing is, again, all clothing on the arcs is kind of patched together. But there's a difference, or like it's all the clothing on the arch at this point, arcs at this point is very hard worn and uh-huh. maintained for a very long time. This person's clothing looks like it was actually stitched out of several other pieces of clothing that were kind of chopped apart and roughly put back together. Wow. Yeah. They have a dusting of freckles across their face and they look like they're about 19. That's specific. Do they say anything or? They kind of look around at, um, all of you real quick. It's kind of an unnerving looking around. Think of it kind of like how, you know, Mona Lisa eyes follow you around the room. Like it almost seems like it's that rather than actual like turning. But um, she goes and claps her hands together and is like, okay, a new person. So good news. Your plan worked. At least it worked once. Hopefully it keeps working. But yeah, so. What plan? It appears to, it, it just about? keeps going. When you speak, it does not respond. Uh, so, I mean, you set this up. We set this up. I'm still getting used to it. But basically, 
Obviously, this wasn't in very good shape after everything that happened. I'm going and building it back up the best I can. Luckily for me, um, she uh, kind of twists her wrists and Grix, you know, a really good silent image when you see one. Yeah. Lucky for me. Apparently, I'm a talented illusionist this time around. So I'm figuring out a whole system for letting us record everything because handwriting in the journals is really bad and mine is better, but figured it'd be easier to explain. I don't know how much you remember it. I remembered almost everything, but there are definitely still gaps that I can tell her there. So yeah, we're kind of improving as we go along, but you made it here. So you remember something, probably a lot of some things, and I'm going to keep expanding. I set this up and recorded this in case I die, because um, that could definitely happen. But I've you know, I set this room up, I've expanded back into the old lab a little bit, and I'm working on setting everything up. If you go back there, I will try to have labeled everything by the time you get here, I guess. I'm not really sure what the timeline is. It was fuzzier than I expected it to be in the first place, but welcome home, I guess. And the image fades away. Help oh, me, my God. Oh, oh, my God. oh my God. Oh my God. Are we going to find people here? Good question. You're not finding them standing around here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we need to move forward. Uh, but we need to look as friendly as possible. I want to go further out into the... Um... Into the bigger space? Yeah, into the bigger space. I mean, I figure that's where everyone's going. <laughs> so yeah. you all shuffle along. And yes. you um, go and you enter into... Always something of a misnomer. The space is too large. Like when you're in a really big office building, but you're still... Or a really big you know, building of some sort that has like windows all along one side and then a really uh-huh. big space behind it and you're crossing the whole thing. Yeah, you. there are large windows to your left that are looking out over the ocean and you can hear the sea crashing away and the splatter of rain on the windows. Uh, okay, can we like look around for anything that we might recognize? Uh, like any sign of like actual Professor Jenkins here? Yeah, yeah, because no. Because that... this is the first place that we found that has stuff. Yeah, no, we were going to keep going. That was just where you were walking. Okay. And Fawns, you know, just down in your your gut, this is where you saw that glint of glass in your dreams. Yeah. You recognize the whole thing. Kind of figured. I don't think anybody else needs to know that. You're you're, you're just waiting to see a, a shape on the beach down below. But for now, it does appear to be empty. That's a relief. You go along that and pretty shortly... The you basically are kind of wrapping around a corner and then the whole space, like a corner of that circle having ended, and then the whole space just opens up and you can see that there are a whole bunch of rooms and kind of loosely divided spaces of all sorts. It's like someone took a large cavern and did a combination of actually, you know, carving into the walls and building out rooms and just kind of putting up partitions and calling it good. For certain things. Oh, so they like made a Portland loft space out of it. I'm not as positive about the Portland part, but yes, it, it has a very <laughs> big, uh, it, it would have for us, it would have big uh, live workspace vibes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there is actually a second level now that you say that, because I like that idea with a kind of swooping ramp that goes up to it. Um, Grix, you have a pretty good eye for, you know, cavern architecture and building. And this is impressive work. Okay. It it doesn't quite look... You have a feeling there's a lot of spellcraft involved, but there are some details that as you go by and kind of explore further in that, that look hand-carved. So you're kind of all looking at that. There are tables with various things scattered across them, and I assume you all are searching for signs of your Professor Jenkins. Yes, I would like to search. All right, I need intelligence checks for everyone searching. Oh, man, I've gotten, like... Very decent rolls in the past few uh, rolls. Uh, that one's a 25 on a prime. Ooh. You said intelligence? Yeah. Okay. That's a 12 on a prime. Uh, 16. Prime. I got a 19 on a prime. All right. So all of you kind of, I think the whole group is just kind of gaping, you know, mouths open at this and wandering around, getting a sense of it. And so everyone kind of splits off. We don't. It splits up. You're all inside of each other. Yeah. You all are at least loosely inside of each other. I want to make sure that no one. (laughs) Incite 
of each other. Yeah, I, yeah. Inside, I studied on I, that for just a second too. <laughs> insight. Some of you may be going behind like, you know, an eight foot high partition, but like you're right next to the opening to it and stuff like that. Like, okay. Yeah. None of you are out of visual contact for very long. So you all find between all of you, you find several work tables. You got the 25? Aaron. Aaron. Aerosene. You are drawn towards a rough hewn door towards the kind of back of the space that has what looks to be a very, you know, it's a very old door set very roughly and you squeak that open and there's a, a mild glow coming from inside. Bonds, you are finding a number of alchemical apparatuses. Um, what was your role? Sorry. You got I got a 19 of, of 19. Yeah. Okay, 19. Yeah, you found some good, there's some good shit here. Like this is all high quality materials. The other thing you find, well, having wandered over there is you see a room that you look into it and it is a garden. Mm. It is a very, very large garden. We're talking, you know, at least several hundred square feet and you see neatly planted rows of alchemical ingredients. (sighs) And there is one thing you notice though. What? Not a single thing. There's not a single leaf shifting. There's not a single twitch of anything. It is eerily still. Ooh. So it's exactly like the uh, wizard spire in Oblivion. Uh, <laughs> nothing moves at all. <laughs> you do, uh, and as you kind of get closer to the actual entrance into it, you get like your first starts puffing out. Like there's something going on, and it's not necessarily like alarming. It's not necessarily scary, but like your brain knows that something is off with that space. His Vonzi sense is twing- is tingling. Exactly so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think what Vons would do is pick up a loose something, a pebble or a stone or a handful of sand or dirt. Yeah, you, find, you find some dirt that someone spilled, it looks like. He's going to just kind of toss that at the, uh, at the field of stuff not moving. You toss it at the field of stuff not moving, and you see it hit something, and you see it slow down. And then it just stays in midair at a point beyond the door. Seems to have stopped moving at all. Okay, well, we're not touching that. Um... Grix. Yeah. What was your roll total? Uh, uh, 16. Yeah, so you you kind of wander a little bit further, still inside of people, but you find areas that are clearly meant for basically fabricating things, you know, wood tools, metal tools, stone carving. Um, the other thing that you notice specifically, because you're very familiar with them, is there are... They are discrete, but there are many, 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 many panels with those little control crystals um, scattered around, usually near the various doors and things like that. None of them look like they're super complicated, but, you know, it's probably somewhat configurable. And you would guess based on kind of the stuff everyone else is seeing and your own knowledge that if you would put it there, it would affect whatever was inside that room would be your best guess. Ah. And you also think you spot uh, up on the second floor you think you see you know it's a little bit of an edge thing so it might be not quite what you think it is but what you're pretty sure is a big complicated control panel much like the one that you dealt with when like trying to turn down that one core or generally speaking when you found some of the bigger more complicated pieces of machinery on the arcs like something on that level and wealthy (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) wealthy you're not running on the same kind of search, you know, very precise pattern that everyone else is. This is a lot, I imagine. And you've been through a lot. <laughs> and it's been a long day. And you're kind of going along and you're looking at the various doors and you see and you hit what appears to be living quarters of some sort. And how do I know they're living quarters? Because one of the doors is partially open and you see a bedroom. Okay. Is there a sock on the knob? You don't go in if there's a sock on the knob. <laughs> the door is partially open. There is no sock on the knob. <laughs> there is no light coming from the inside. But there's enough light for me to see. You can see that there is some folded clothing that looks pretty recent. There is, you know, a writing desk that has a book that is open on it and someone is clearly working in it. And okay, I assume um, you go examine it further. No, I'm going to step away from the door and I'm going to say, hey, everybody. Hey, um, guys, uh-huh. it looks like there are people living here. Yeah, we knew that. We figured that. Yeah, but but like like actually living here really close. 
um, there's something through that door. Um, there's a bedroom. And so we probably ought to be really careful because we're now intruding on people's houses. Yeah, that's earlier why I said that we should announce ourselves. Well, Erisene is like, I found there's like a, a glow from uh, over this way, too. So, so I meant to cut back to you and tell you what you saw. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you open that door and uh, those are some cool ass looking glass things that are floor to ceiling and seemingly, let's see, one of them, two of them are full of liquid. The rest of them are empty. And the liquid itself in the two of them is glowing. One of them is glowing a pleasant yellow, like orange yellow, and the other one is glowing electric blue. Okay. Glowy shit is never good. Oh, it's like you've played this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've watched too many science fiction movies. So far, glowy stuff has never been a good situation for this group. Um, Quick, drink here's... it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? One time you bait me with drugs and <laughs> I take the bait and you never let me live it down. It's a running theme. You guys got fully running ground on Rufalatron originally <laughs> and it glowed. Yeah. Anyway, so. I'm like, uh, I think there's like magical goo stuff over there. Magical goop stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, probably take a look at that. Um but to Wealthy's point of uh, us being uh, trespassing, uh, do we want to, like, maybe now announce that we're here? I mean, if they haven't heard us come in, I right, think fine. maybe people are somewhere else right now. No? All right. All right. Yep. 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 Well, it doesn't mean we should go snooping. Well, I'm not, like, trying to snoop. I'm just trying to find an anything at all that is, like, you know, relevant to our search for Jenkins. Yeah. This this is valid. Hello? <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Vons, is, Vons. Oh, shit. Vons' voice echoes off the walls. <laughs> Let's see. Thanks, Vons. What? So I think you're probably all clustered over kind of near that sort of living quarters, more living quarters area. But uh, a couple of things happen. So Vons yells, hello. There is someone who seems to, from your many experts on this group, uh, drop an invisibility spell who's standing about 30 feet back from you guys um, <laughs> back towards the windows. <laughs> there is another person who slips out from behind, you know, one of the columns that's supporting the second area. They were deep in the shadows in the back and you didn't notice them, you would assume. And then you see a someone come from like, this place kept going for a while, and it looks like they were, you know, kind of at the other end and probably like around a corner. They're coming from pretty far away, but they are jogging up, but not in like a super aggressive way. It may look somewhat aggressive. This person appears to be an orc. So just they are very large and very muscular, but they're not holding a weapon. They're not yelling. Nothing like that. But Hi. Uh, hi. So the person near you who dropped invisibility has long red hair that appears to be in neater condition than it was and appears older than the person in the video but not by a lot oh you're you're her from the the illusion thing sort of but we can get into that who are you uh i'm erisine um we came from arx multimus because one of our party members had a professor who disappeared and was apparently alive on the ground, which is news to us that that is a thing that could happen to anyone. So uh, we came to find out what's going on. And um, here we are. Since everything's going to shit upstairs, uh, you know, the far upstairs, we figured we'd come downstairs and see if there was anything that we could do. Yeah, I've been getting caught up on that. Um, does your party member who actually knows the person here have Professor Jenkins? It it would it, it would be me. I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for my professor, Professor Jenkins. And what's your name? Wealthy Taylor. I've heard so much about you. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little confused, but yeah. Hi. Welcome. So so he's he's here? I mean, not here here. He's out right now, but yes. Sort of. It's complicated, but 
functionally speaking, yes, we can get into the vagaries of that later. <laughs> okay. I realize that sounds very ominous. It is only kind of ominous. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we live in the age of ominousness, so, like, fair. Like, is he ambulatory or is he out-out? Oh, yeah, ambulatory just outside ah. doing research. It's a bad okay. idea. I mean, probably, but we've been doing this a while. How did, why did he come down? How did he end up down here? Sorry, you know my name and you know her name. Can you tell us your name? Uh, my name's Rune. Rune? Rune, R-U-N-E. Uh, no, last name. It's. Fair enough. Yeah. Do they still do that on the arcs? Not really do the last name thing? It I was... mean. Yeah. 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 Most, most of us. Not everyone. Okay. Depends on, like, you know, your background. Yeah. You know, your cultural heritage. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I come Rune. from people who cared way too much about that. So, you know. That sounds like a story. Probably. <laughs> sure. But yeah. I'm Rune. Points at the figure that disconnected themselves from the shadows and goes, um, she's C. Realize it in the most confusing way possible. Um, C-E-E. C-E-E? Yeah. And what manner of person uh, would we... Looks to be human. Older than Rune, but probably like in their their, like in her thirties would be your best guess. And that is Crag. The Crag. Yeah, the guy finishes thumping up. Hi. Hi C and Crag. It's nice to meet you. Um I will let everyone introduce themselves. (laughs) Rude. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Grix. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hi. Hi. You know me. I'm wealthy. I look at Vaughn's. Hey, other player character. Use your words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, your plants back here are broken. Oh, no, they're not broken. They're just in stasis. In a what now? <laughs> That's really cool. Vases. That's not a vase. It's even cooler when you know what the word means. <laughs> But yeah, so that's in stasis. But they're good plants. Do you do alchemy? Maybe. I should probably get to the other like 500 of you. Uh, <laughs> goes around. Everyone gives their name. Uh, Coward. Scarello. <laughs> does their whole, I am the great Scarello. And they're just like, Nuri's just like, kind of gives them a look, but doesn't go into it any further. But getting a real Darkwing Duck vibe off of Squirrello. <laughs> Grix drops down on one knee and does jazz hands at them. <laughs> you succeed? Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, emphasize the uh, oh, yeah. you know. Ericene turns to Rune and says, so like, when is Professor Jenkins expected to get back? Um, sometime in the next few days. Probably sooner rather than later. If it's a week, we gotta go out and check on him. How are you guys alive down here? We thought there wasn't anybody down here. I mean, they have very good security protocols here. Yeah, but that's... that's Okay, I mean, obviously, to... they're very, very well secured. But we were told there was no one that could live down here. That's why we came down to get Professor Frank Jenkins. Well, yeah, I mean, we lived down here some of the time. It's been a little while longer than usual. It's kind of like a shift thing. Maybe you could tell us what is happening if you're allowed to um i can it's just i don't know you know jenkins it feels like he should be the one that explains it but i can give you the cliff notes version that's you know easier basically we come down here we do research it's kind of on a rotating schedule thing and eh, fuck it i can't not explain this so you know jenkins yeah well i thought i did and then he ended up down here so did he say anything about why that was before he left? No, he just disappeared. He, 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 he didn't tell anybody anything. He just kind of took off. Didn't leave a note or anything? No. We thought it was a dick move, no, too. No, he did leave a note. He did leave <laughs> well, a note. he did leave notes. Didn't he didn't say anything useful. He didn't, he didn't say anything about what he was going to do. Just, you know, goodbye, farewell. And then we did a scrying and he was down here and that just seemed really weird. Yeah, I, I guess we've all handled it differently. Wait, where are you from? The Arcs. Oh. Well, Arcs not, Multimus? I mean, 
originally technically somewhere else, but I don't remember that part of it because I was really, really, really little. So yes, Arx Multimus. Uh, so like okay. what neighborhood do you live in? Oh, I haven't lived there in like a few hundred years. Okay. What, kind of, what species is this? Okay, maybe, Human. Okay. Maybe okay. you should just like start um Yeah, back up. Maybe we maybe we need to, you know, uh fade to black and then just have like an uh, info dump episode next uh next session. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Maybe you can tell Why me how you got these bleeding? plants filled with filled with staples. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna call the episode, because <laughs> Yeah, we are at the end of recording time, and there's a lot to go into. <laughs> ah, fine, I guess. Primary right. attribute was brought to you by... Awkward cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all our blazed posts. Is that really the term we're using these days? Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by... Well, me, that's Adam. This week's editor was Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. just this moment realized that Darkwing Duck is Batman? <laughs> I'd I mean, forgotten that Darkwing Duck was Batman. So, you know. He's kind of Batman. He's also kind of the Shadow. He's yeah. also uh, um, uh, uh, largely inept. Well, yeah. Uh, who am I thinking of? The Phantom? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess the, the Phantom too. Yeah. Silver something. Shadow. Something. No, let's go with the Phantom so it can have a weird relationship with colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have a weird relationship with colonialism. As related to Darkwing Duck. I don't know. Anyway. We kind of so, all have a weird relationship with colonialism. Is there a Darkwing Duck deep dive podcast? If not, <laughs> we got to start proposing other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> People have heard our discussion about a joking Reign of Fire podcast. I mean, yeah. We're in danger here. Anyway. St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. Stop Googling things that are not related to the podcast. <laughs> it's taken us so long to get to other people. We could do a whole Disney afternoon, like, deep dive set. You are all dead to me, by which I mean we are going to continue now. <laughs> <laughs>